Hello everyone, welcome to Apricot Young, the podcast. Previously, field trips, which I started in 2019, uh, and then we had a global pandemic, so I stopped traveling for three years. So she's new, she's improved, she's slightly different, she's slightly less tunnel vision on travel, but we're here, we're just, we're covering everything. But today, I wanted to talk about something that I had heard and that has really stuck with me, honestly, to the point that I'll probably like print it on a poster, frame it, put it somewhere in my house. And it's this idea of ruthlessly editing 2023. And I love that because I have started to realize the new year was feeling really blur. Like it wasn't really motivating. It wasn't depressing. It was just like, yeah, here we are again. I feel like for me personally, and my personality type since the pandemic. So since 2020, we start, well, especially because we started 2020 thinking everything was normal and then everything got thrown. So it's not as though it happened towards the end of the year and we entered a year knowing that things were going to be different. Kind of got thrown at us at Easter. So for me, the two following years after that, I just put so many things on my plate going, Essentially, I told myself, well, if we're in a pandemic, then you should be able to do all of this. Like, don't know why I thought that just the fact that I couldn't travel overseas <laughs> meant that um, I was going to have like so much more time. But it created in me a real like difficulty to just do stuff because I felt like I had an eternal amount of time. Like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't motivating or anything like that. So for me, I've really struggled getting back into that rhythm and starting to see a year as a year and a year has so much that you can do and so much potential, not just another year until the borders reopen, which I felt like was my life a lot of the time. So I've made a list of six things to do in 2023. Or I like to think of it as six things to move towards in 2023. I don't need to achieve them. They're not really things I can achieve anyway. They're just decisions that I can be making every single day. That was a big part of my goal criteria. I knew that I couldn't make it too crazy. Otherwise, I was just going to absolutely not do it. So my first one, I've written down finding rhythms that are easy and sustainable. So for me, what I want to find in 2023 is holistic stability and holistic routines and holistic habits. So not just like nailing my morning routine, but feeling like I'm on top of the groceries and the house is clean and Will has everything he needs and I'm seeing my friends regularly. Like that for me is what I know I've been lacking is consist like just little bits of consistency in every area of my life over the last couple of years. So that is my sort of overarching goal. And I want to find rhythm and ease in any habit that I choose or any schedule I create. They're the two things that I want it to find. I want it to feel repetitive and easy and reoccurring and something that I could pass on to someone else or something that I can literally give to Scott on a piece of paper or just say to him, this is what we need. It's the same every week. Um, and then within those, you can create room for creativity and like groceries is the biggest thing. I just went for a big monthly shop that I'm going to freeze everything and then create meals from those bases. So that's a big one for me. Number two is instead of scrolling, read. It's that easy. 
I was going to do the whole give myself a book goal for the year, blah, 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 blah. I've done it probably for the last 10 years of my entire life and probably only done it for six months of one year. So I've decided to stop trying to do the same thing over and over again and I'm going to do something different. And that is just to decide that in... So I'm going to do something different. And that is simply to decide that instead of when I'm sitting scrolling on my phone, I'm going to read. Because that to me is truly spare time. If I try to set a goal of a certain amount of books I want to read, I sometimes end up compromising other things that actually are important to me. And reading is not that important to me at this point in my life. So it's important and I really want to get through a lot of books, but I don't want to do it at the compromise of other things. Okay, number three is host things. And then I have in brackets, make fun happen. So I have definitely let to go of my hosting, friend planning in the last couple of years, as my friends would know. I've just been, I've not been so busy. I've just been busy and it's not been too busy. It's not been, you know, excessively. It's just that time in your life where stuff happens and you forget. So that's one of my plans for this year is to host game nights, to plan nights together, just to be the person that's in charge of things. Typically, I'm the person we leave out of charge of things because I forget. But this year, I want to make a conscious effort to be in charge of that and to um, plan things to do with friends. Number four, it says spend money on things that matter and then be okay with what that brings. So by that, I mean spend money on what's important to me and then be okay with living with less in other areas. So for example, this year I've got a number of trips planned and that is really important to me. I'm really excited. Each trip has a significant reason or theme or idea and I'm looking forward to each and every one of them. And what that means is that I'm then happy with spending less in other areas. I'm happy to not be buying new activewear every week, to buying less coffee out, all those other things. So it's just a matter of going, this is why I'm making this decision and then remembering that. So if for you it's something else, it's just framing, this is what's important to me, but in order to make this happen, I'm going to have to sacrifice this. And when you can put it on paper, it makes it a little bit easier to make those decisions in a split second when you've got to decide, do I want to go here? Do I want to buy this? You go, oh no, that's right. This is why, this is why I'm not buying it. It's not to deprive myself. It's for the delayed gratification of something else later on. Number five is if it takes five minutes or less, do it now. That has been a real game changer for me this last week since being home and sort of trying to refresh everything for the new year. It can feel so overwhelming because often, particularly housework or like replying to messages or just little things like that, they're small tasks, but a lot of small tasks together is obviously a large task because, oh my gosh, why do I not know how many 12 five-minute jobs is an hour's worth of work? So it's not as though five minutes is no time at all, but it's when you're walking past something and you go, how long would that take me? Honestly, be like three minutes. Great. I'll just do it. And sometimes for me, all it is, is like breaking up big jobs into little jobs so that I feel like I can do it because it's not often that I get big chunks of time to do things. 
My schedule usually means that I can do little bits here and there. But previously, that's meant that I've neglected big jobs because I feel like I don't have the time for them. So instead of like, say, walking past the laundry, I'm like, I don't have time to do all that washing. Like, okay, what I do have time to do is take the dirty washing down there and just split it into colors, whites. That's it. And delicates. That's it. So I'll just do that. And the next time I'm walking past, I go, great, I'll put on a white load. Okay, next time I'm walking past, swap them over. So it just gets the ball rolling. And when you've done one part of the job, you then remember it. So same with the dishes. If I go, okay, I can just rinse them. <clears throat> um, like I'll just rinse the dishes that are there and then stack them up. They still, they still need to be put in the dishwasher, but don't have time for that. I need to go. So little things like that I find really helps me. I'm sure in over a long period of time, it takes me longer to do a specific job than if I just did it all at once. But sometimes that's just what's going to happen because you don't have that time. Uh, now, number six is the title of the podcast, and it just says Ruthlessly Edit. And I mean like ruthless in the most ruthless definition of the word. So I've made a couple of lists, oh, sorry, a list of a couple of things. And it says, so folding clothes you don't like, donate it. Just as easy as that. If you're folding a piece of clothing, just think about, do I like this? Do I want this? Do I need this? Meh get rid of it. Like you don't, your idea of what you think you need is so fueled by, you know, advertising and subliminal messaging and everything that you really got to take stock of. Do I actually need this in four colors? Sometimes the answer is yes, because it's all you wear and that's great. And sometimes the answer is, no, nah, I haven't worn the green or the yellow ever. So just get rid of it. And I never will. And usually we only hold on to things out of, um, Oh, it's two things. One is like sentimentalism, you know, when like something to do with the past. So a memory of the past, something that's sentimental to you or fear of the future. We keep it because we think, what if one day I'm going to need that? And the truth is we live in Australia. Guys, if you need it, you can go buy it. So second one, if you're eating food that makes you feel bleh, like not necessarily unhealthy, just food that, you know, doesn't agree with you just stop. Honestly, this one's pretty straightforward. Just don't eat it. Find a substitute, eat something else. It's as simple as that. Like try not to overcomplicate it. I know for some people it's a more complex relationship and in that case, ignore me. But if you're like me and you just get lazy, just stop. Just choose not to snack on something instead of eating something that you know is going to make you feel lethargic and like low energy all day. Uh, next one, if you feel like this is similar to number two, if you feel like you're watching too many screens, you feel like your eyes are hurting, read a book. Easy. Just substitute it. Go, okay, well, I don't want to sit around and do nothing. I need to relax. I need to like disconnect in some way. Read a book instead. Try that. Um, and try to read it off a screen. If you can, a Kindle doesn't count as a screen because it's like good light. Um, but try not to read on your phone purely because if you are getting headaches and you feel like you need glasses, like blue light blocking glasses, then that will be a big thing. Um, what was my last one? Oh, drinking too much alcohol. Try kombucha or tea. Sometimes you may find that you just drink something not even habitually, not even, you know, I'm not talking about where if you're like having three drinks a night, 
and you feel like you need to change, I'm probably not the person to talk to about that. Um, but if you just feel like it makes you feel lit, just substitute it because at the end of the day, no one cares. No one, no one cares. Like, I don't even know how to describe that in a different way. We think that everyone's going to notice or everyone's going to think we're pregnant. But realistically, people don't think about other people that much and we should just be making choices that make us feel better. So um, I've popped kombucha or tea, depends on the time of day for me. Um, but they are my six things to move towards in 2023. I would love to know if you have any more or if you have any thoughts because we all know that February 1st, we're going to be talking about it all over again because I've probably forgotten everything that I've said and I probably am not sticking to it. So I'm going to need a monthly check-in. But I would love to know anything that you guys are looking forward to in 2023, anywhere you're going. I would love some inspo. Um, but yeah, that's all for me today. Short and sweet. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you next time.